think you have a gambling problem at all? No, because I can stop gambling. I have a competition problem. Welcome back to the competition problem with Ben Bobick and Mike Ionello. Round two of this week, and boy, are we having fun. Well, some of us might be having fun. You having fun, Mike? Hey, ben, uh, what's, what's the temperature down there in, in beautiful Tennessee today? It is. It's a little chilly. Not going on. Yeah, temperatures have, have dropped a good bit. It was beautiful during the day, but at, at night it drops currently 51 right now, dropping to the 40s overnight. I got to tell you, Ben, it is ice cold over here. Yeah, not the good kind. No, I am. Not the beer kind. Yeah, I am colder than my beer. It is. I don't even need a fridge. I can just hold the beer in my hand. I, yeah. It's been, a, it's been a bad week. Um, Had, had a great Monday baseball-wise and then kind of just erased it all uh, the last two days. So, Not the pick, best start to our golf bets either. Yeah, all the golf pets. None of them are even close, really, to position right now. Yeah, it's been it's been rough. Hey, that's that's gambling though. You go through the uh, the the peaks and the valleys, and you're gonna have losing streaks, but they just suck when you're in the middle of one. <laughs> uh, since we are a local podcast out of Chattanooga, Tennessee, we give a shout out to Chattanooga's own Luke List and Keith Mitchell, both T four right now at the Wells Fargo Championship at Quell Hall. It would both be. Uh, career-defining wins there, if, if you will, or, or monumental wins for both. Keith Mitchell recently winning the Honda Classic back in 2019, and I'm not sure if Luke List has ever won. So I'm going to actually look did, that up right now. We did talk about that storyline. This is where guys break through and earn their first win. Could it be Luke List's time? He's never won on the PGA Tour. He has two wins on the Corn Ferry Tour. So, yes, that could be Luke List's time. It could be Luke List's time, 36-year-old Luke List. He would fit the narrative. Very much so. Uh, We're going to kick things off with some NASCAR. Um, Talk about a disappointment in names compared to last week's uh, Bushy McBush 400. We are now going to Darlington uh, for the Goodyear 400. Modest name. Um, Darlington, obviously, uh, a fun one. Um, One that obviously you you make your rounds here on uh, throughout, um, throughout NASCAR in South Carolina there. So we got both the tour and the cup series in the Carolinas here this weekend, the Goodyear 400, a uh, couple, couple names near the top, the typical names that are near the top. Uh, obviously uh, I think some people were a little bit surprised that Kyle Larson is the uh, odds on favorite for this one, being that he isn't, hasn't done uh, been racing pretty poorly the last three, uh, last three weeks, but he's done uh, really well this year as a whole and, and, and pretty well at Darlington, these last few years, obviously, Denny Hamlin there at the top, still waiting for him to win one. And Kevin Harvick, uh, a guy who's uh, almost synonymous with, with Darlington, at least. You know, he's won, what, two to three races there last year. Um, he, he's won here at this track recently and has not won in 2021 either. So, um, so what, are you, what are you thinking here, Mike? What are some names you're liking this week? Yeah, like you said, uh, th- three races last year. This was actually the first stop uh, return to COVID. So these were kind of the first races we watched coming back. Um, this was the, they had May 17th, May 20th. They kind of had the Sunday, Wednesday back to back. So there were three races last year, uh, two races this year, this one. And then the first round of the playoffs in September will be at Darlington. Yeah. The, uh, the track 
too tough to tame is the nickname here. Love that. So we have boxed ourselves into a bit of a corner here where I officially no longer want to bet Eddie Hamlin, but I know the first week we don't bet him, he will win. Um, it's now two weeks in a row where he has basically cost himself the race doing dumb things. Uh, two weeks ago, pushing too hard to get back in on the lead lap when he was going to get the free pass anyway, crashed himself. Last week, he was in the lead, just totally crashed himself. So I no longer want to bet Denny. I feel like we're wasting money, but I may have been pulling the trigger last minute just so I don't want to die when he wins. Um, you mentioned him. I, I'm going with Kevin Harvick. I'm, I'm kind of pulling a 180 to our other guy who hasn't won here. Um, like you said, he won two of the three last year. He was third in the other one, which which Denny actually did win. So three straight top threes. He has 10 straight top 10 finishes here. He's finished top 10 every year he's been with Stuart Haas. He has five straight top fives. And he does look like he's kind of got his swagger back. He's got back-to-back top fives now, second at Kansas, fourth at Dega. So he's, he, again, is starting to look like the old Kevin Harvick, where now you see Denny kind of, you know, doing undenny Hamlin like things, doing dumb things. So I may end up taking both of them just so I don't want to die, but I'm pivoting here. I'm going, I'm going with Kevin Harvick. Yeah, I, I, I do like, uh, I, I, I do like um, Kevin Harvick for, for all that you really mentioned here. It's it, it, you're looking for that guy to, to get his, uh, to get his ticket there and to get his win, his first win. It's going to be tough because now we, we've, uh, fall kind of fallen into the fold that we were betting last year it was oh man who do we bet either harvick or hamlin they were kind of going off and on and now we're you know it's like oh do we bet harvick or hamlin who's going to win because they both haven't won yet it's like these they were winning so much last year and this year it's kind of uh it's kind of turned the tide here um but you know i want to go with a with a guy who um who we were on early and at least just throw a name out there, a guy that we were on early a lot, and then we kind of faded away, but has just been silently, consistently doing someone well. Someone else I'm obsessed with. If you take him, if you take him, who I'm, I absolutely love, I'm going to be mad. I'll let you say it first then, and then I'll let you know if it is. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm cocking you because I, I don't want you to take mine because I have a really good spiel for it. Ben, there are certain times – anyone who listens to the show knows – that you and me are suckers for a storyline. No, we are. Any, yeah, any storyline I'm in. We, we had it last week, and there's nothing better than when a storyline meets the stats. It happened last week. Bushy McBush, his birthday, and he was really good at intermediates. I have another storyline meets stats where I wrote the guy down, loved his stats, then found the storyline, and mm, chef's kiss, I was sold. It's slick Billy Byron. Yep. Is that yours? That, that was absolutely it. All right. I hope you don't have the storyline part. I don't have the storyline. I have the stats. I have this, I'll, I'll throw the stats out there. He wanted Homestead Miami as a finish out of the top top 10 since. He has nine straight top 10 finishes this year since his win at Homestead, as Ben said. Not, you know, not the greatest Darlington history, but he was fifth here in September, so he's done it enough. Again, nine straight top 10 finishes this year. And yesterday, he announced on Twitter that his mom has brain cancer. Oh, boy. And Sunday is Mother's Day. I have goosebumps uh, just 
I yeah. knew it was, I wrote I wrote it down and I have goosebumps as I said it. He put po- he posted on Twitter yesterday. He just found out his mother has cancer, and Sunday is Mother's Day, and he's gonna freaking win. And I'm gonna sob like an absolute baby when he does. Yeah, it's gonna be a sweet scene at Darlington when he does so win. So it's one of those things where, like we said, Ben lo- and Ben didn't know that. So that that should be yeah, a I didn't know that. Ben, ben loved him <laughs> not knowing that. The stats, the storyline, and who out there doesn't want to root for William Byron now? Because yeah. I know I do, and I know I'm. I I'll be honest. I already bet him. <laughs> yeah. I bet him to win. I bet him to win. He's plus sixteen hundred to win. He's plus two ten for a top five. This is the week of slick Billy Byron. Yep, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Well, since you went oh, there, I guess, dude, I will. I will cry so hard if he wins. Yeah, <clears throat> absolutely. So another name I, I have out there, more of a, a sleeper or a long shot, you get some good odds on, um, who's had some success um, at Darlington, is Eric Jones. I had him written down, too. <laughs> yeah, Eric Jones. Been, he's been excellent at Darlington. Um, his average, you know, he, had, he has a victory there. Um, he has no finishes worth than eight and six starts at the track, too tough to tame. And... Um, Top ten for him, plus two thirty-five. So you get a good long shot, uh, good long shot odds there. So I like Eric Jones. He's had success at this race, and uh, and he's a guy who's consistently in the mix. Especially, I like those stats going into this one too. So if you're looking for more of a long shot, but I think, I think you're riding either uh, Harvick or Hamlin or like us, uh, which which we're probably going to sprinkle on both. Um, the whole world, uh, the whole world's cheering for <laughs> Slick Billy B on uh, on Sunday. And then if you're looking for for more of the outsider guy, I think uh, Eric Jones could be your pick. Yeah, one thing I want to throw out Jones too, because again, I, I actually had I had Harvick, Byron, and Jones were the three I wrote down. Uh, like like Ben said, six top tens here, never finished outside of eighth here. And the one concern with Jones has typically, you know, this whole season is going to be he's not with Joe Gibbs anymore. You know, now he's in Richard Petty. But if you look through his finishes, he finished fifth here in 2017 before he was with Joe Gibbs. He was with Furniture Row Racing. He was yeah. in the number 77 car, and he still finished fifth here. So he has proven he can do well here, not with Joe Gibbs. Um, he's got, you know, he's got two top tens this year in, in his Richard Petty car. So I, I agree. The plus 235 for a top 10, come on. Love yeah. Jones here. Yeah, it's going to be a fun one, too. Uh, obviously, Mother's Day on Sunday, so um, I'm happy you mentioned that uh, as well. So, go ahead. No, I was going to look it up. I bet you there's a bunch of, like, pink paint themes. I forgot to look at that. Yeah, there's probably going to be – definitely, definitely has to be. Definitely has to be. But I think we got some good names out there. It should be a fun little race. Um, we need to dish out some winners desperately. jeez, oh, you think? Desperate. The pressure might be never been – might not – may have never been higher for us going into this podcast to dish out free money. I'm not even joking. I think I don't think the pressure has ever been on as much as it is now. For the both I of was us. very tempted just to just lay like a two, minus 250 in favor. I was like, yeah, take, <laughs> take, take Vegas over. I think they're playing like <laughs> some like they're playing yeah. like, uh, some horrible teams. Like, yeah. Yeah, take know. the pens over to Sabres. Just, just, <laughs> yeah. Take just, the, just, the, yeah. the pens over Buffalo. Yeah, give us a yeah. Go. Yeah, exactly. Just pay up for it. It'll, it'll win. So... <laughs> We're gonna we're, pressure is on. We are our backs are against the wall, and that's where we like them to be. Because when the pressure gets tough, we're gonna give you money to buy the diamonds that makes pressure. We return here 
on the competition problem. Do you live in the Chattanooga area or the greater Chattanooga area and you're looking for a great spot to grab some delicious food with the family or say you want to grab a patio spot and enjoy some appetizers with a cold adult beverage? What's up, you guys? It's Trey Wynn from Chat 10 Sports, and I'm here to tell you that Parkway Poorhouse is the perfect spot for either occasion. You can go to parkwaypoorhouse.com and plan your visit today, and be sure and tell the guys the Chat 10 Sports crew sent you. Welcome back into the competition problem with Ben Bobick and Mike Ionello. The pressure is dialed up on the boys this week. Boy, do we need to win. How did we do uh, on the last pod, Mike? Not great, Bob. Uh, I was zero and three for the second straight show. Uh, you did all right. You were you're two and one or two and zero, two and zero, and you still have your although your girl in the top thirty is not looking great. Yeah, he needs, um, he needs to go extremely low tomorrow. He yeah. needs to pull a miracle tomorrow. He's a shoot he course record good. tomorrow, and we'll be yeah. all right. <laughs> he might not make the cut, but <laughs> hey, two two and one. So <clears throat> I'd kill for two and one. Yeah, two and one solid, and, and the. The value on that uh, Padres Buckos run line too. You had plus money on that one. Yeah. So, oh well, I've picked first in a while. I don't forget how to do it. Usually, I just <laughs> kick back. Shoot, I got to pick someone. Well, Let's since you right cocked, right since you cocked me on the uh, on the the explanation there for Slick Billy B, I'm not going to take the bet. You're probably going to take during this. I'm going to take him uh, in a matchup actually over Alex Bowman. That's uh, what decent. I was going to take. That was what I was going to take. Oh, yeah, I literally baby. had it written down, Byron minus 125 versus Bowman. That was yep. literally what I was picking. Well, Mike, you should have dished out some winners in the last pot, and you could have picked it. <laughs> I, had to, I, had to, I, had, I had the first pick. <laughs> so I'm picking Slick Billy B in the matchup oh. over Bowman. Two historic cars, too. What, 24 over the 48? He might just won three. He's got to pay off a little bit for it, but this dude's going to race well on Sunday. He's going to win the dang race for his mother, so give me that. Give me uh, give me Byron over Bowman, minus 126. <laughs> hey, great great pick, Ben. I love it. <laughs> yeah, Bowman, Bowman like, hasn't yeah. been that good. I mean, he's got the win. Yeah. He's only got four top tens. Uh, and like we said, Byron's got nine in a row. Byron's average finish this season's 10, 10.1. Bo- uh, Bowman's average finish is 19.0. So, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Um, all right. My first pick, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with my boys. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to turn to, you know, my guys to pull me out of this funk. We're a team, my guys. I'm taking the Yankees. I'm not going to be, I was going to be, you know, a jag and play them minus 200 on the money line, but I'll play them run line minus one and a half. Uh, that's like plus 105. Uh, Friday against the Nationals, you got Jamison Tyon against Patrick Corbin. Tyon struggled a little bit at the start of this year, but he looked great in his last start. And, and you know, him starting slow is understandable with what he's been through. He's had like three surgeries in the last four years, you know, literally beat cancer that had, I think he had two Tommy John surgeries. Um, but he looked great his last start. He had one run, three hits, had eight strikeouts. Patrick Corbin stinks. Patrick Corbin has an 8.1 ERA. He's allowed f- at least four runs in three of his five starts this year. Uh, he's getting absolutely teed off on his average exit velocity. He's like through the moon. Um, he's just not very good. And, and speaking of exit velocity, uh, John Carl Stanton is playing like an absolute cyborg right now. Uh, he's hitting 312 this season. He's on a 12-game hitting streak. 
So he's hitting 312 this year. He's batting 481 in his last 12 games and 571 in his last five games. He's homered in three straight. He is just demolishing the baseball. Um, and the whole Yankees line, I mean, Judge is struggling, but the whole Yankees lineup has really kind of picked it up. LeMay, he's playing well again. Gio Rochelle is playing great. Um, I don't think, I don't think Juan Soto's going to play. Um, he hasn't, he's missed the last couple of games. He's been hurt. Nationals can't hit. I mean, I know Ben, me and Ben, I was like to joke about how, you know, you leave the Pittsburgh Pirates, you go on to be a superstar. Uh, Josh Bell's batting like 120. He has been horrific for the Nationals. Um, Schwarber's That's why I got rid of him. Although, funny room. enough, you, funny enough, you want to know who's, want to know who's been the Nationals' best player this year? It's Josh Harrison. The Jay Hay is having himself a season. But, oh, good for him. Yeah, but that's aren't that good. So I'll lay the I'll lay the run line. Yankees are, are clicking. Uh, I'll take the Yanks minus one and a half against the Nationals on Friday. Love how aggressive we're getting with this run line play. I was like, I, I, I was very close to just being like, I need to win. I'm taking the Yankees minus two hundred. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know what? I'll go run line too, then, Mike. I'll I'll raise you a, a, a run line. I'm going with the uh, the St. Louis Cardinals run line against the Colorado Rockies. I actually I actually was trying to decide if I was going to do it with the Cardinals or the Yankees, and I picked the Yankees, but I love the Cardinals too. Yeah, I mean, you got you got Jack Flaherty, who's five and zero. Play Cardinals. <laughs> yeah, Cardinals are at home. They're coming off uh, losing two or three to the Mets after sweeping the Buccos, so you know they're going to come in hot and heavy. The Rockies just took two or three from the Giants, who uh, I believe are leading the NL West, correct? They're being a little bit of an upstart team this year, playing pretty well. So I expect the Cardinals to click back in at home at Bush Stadium and uh, Jack Flaherty on the hill. Uh, give me that minus, minus one and a half at plus 107. Again, you get this plus money when you do the run line if you're feeling aggressive, feeling frisky about it, which I am. So uh, g- give me the St. Louis Cardinals um, minus one and a half at home against the Colorado Rockies. This game is Thursday night, Friday night. Oh, my gosh, it's Thursday today. It's Friday tomorrow. Oh, I get paid tomorrow, Mike. That's fantastic. Yeah, uh, baby. <laughs> I um, hope I do too. Yeah. <laughs> 8.15 p.m. is the first pitch at, at St. Louis. So, oh, man, I might buy myself something like it. The double meat Chipotle today now. How about that? Yeah, yeah. We have a bounce back. Everyone's getting paid. Perfect. Yeah, so uh, I like the cards run line. Uh, my second pick, I'm going with another, you know, not not a true run line, but I'm going with similar kind of help get a little bit better juice. I'm taking the Washington Capitals on the 60-minute line. So they have to win the Capitals to win in regulation. It is minus 120 against the Flyers Friday night. Um, Flyers stink. So sorry. I mean, still have a lot of no lot of good people in that organization, but they're just not playing well. No, they stink. No, they stink. They're the worst what, thing in the world. What is the cool thing that they're doing is you know a lot of rookies, a lot of you know young kids are getting to play, which was going to help them in the future, but it's not exactly helping them now. And I think the Capitals, you know, they're coming off that emotional game against the Rangers. Uh, you know, one of the best games of the year, just absolute brawls. And, you know, TJ Oshie gets the hat trick after his dad, the first game after his dad died. I think both of those are going to be kind of rallying cries for Washington. Like, I'll be honest, I don't, I wouldn't want to play Washington in the playoffs right now because this, this does have the vibes of, you know, the team rallies around Oshie, the team rallies around Tom Wilson. They're all kind of defending him, as you expect. So I think, you know, they're just motivated. I think both of those things are going to kind of bring that room even closer together. And they don't even need it. They're just a better team than the Flyers. So 
I'll, I'll gladly lay the lay the juice minus one twenty caps to win it in regulation against the Flyers Friday night. Yeah, and, and they're fighting for that uh, that East Division too. They have a game in hand on the Pens, or they have two games in hand, I believe, now on the Pens because the Pens played tonight, which is Thursday, and they won. I wasn't sure if the if the standings had updated. They might have two games in hand on the Pens. I believe they do. They do because the Pens just play the Sabers on Saturday. That's their last game. The, the Caps got to play the Flyers, and then they play the Bruins on Tuesday. Pens, I actually yeah, looked at this not Caps too long. Are two, two points back with two games in hand. <clears throat> I guess I got to kind of cheer for the Flyers against your pick here, Mike. I guess. Well, it all depends on the Bruins shake out, which seems like it's going to crash course for that to happen, brother. I'm sorry. So, I was all lock in. Now, it's a shame. It's just a shame. It's a shame for the league that the, the Bruins and the Pens are going to have to play in the first round uh, because those are two teams. By that the way, uh, the Bruins can still win the division. <laughs> <laughs> like, and they, the Bruins are only two games behind the Caps. Yeah, hey, good for them. Go ahead. Win it all. Hey, let the cap capsule win on Friday and then lose the rest of the year. That's all we need. Yeah, because they play they do play the Bruins uh on Tuesday, the last game of the regular season for the Capitals. So that'll be a fun one. But perfect. That'll be for um, home, that'll be for home ice in the playoffs, probably. Yeah, there it is. So uh let's go to my third pick going back to Darlington. And I'm gonna go with Eric Jones, top ten. Talked about why we loved it. I do love it. Put money where your mouth is. Plus 235 on DraftKings. Eric Jones. Top 10. We'll cut for everything we explained in the last segment. I think he's 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 been right. He races well here at Darlington. And uh, I think it's a fun little bet to cheer for. Is your, is your, it, it, these are fun bets to cheer for, though, Mike. Because you always had, you know, we always have a hand, it seems to be always have a hand sort of in the race. Because obviously we've been Denny, who's been who's been around the top. You had Kyle Bush this past week, who was obviously near the top. I mean, We've had guys that, that were in and around. Um, I had uh, Kevin Harvick top 10 at Dagon. He was obviously right there. You had the Blaney top five. I had to bring that 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 salt in the wound up. But but it's fun. Like a guy like Eric Jones, like if he wins it, like sweet, you win your bet and like, all that good stuff. But like it's fun to like, you know, you're watching the race finish down and you see Eric Jones. He's like 12th getting down to 10 laps. Going, like, Come on, baby. Come on, just sneak. Sometimes just sneak on in there. He's like eighth, seventh or eighth. And you're like, oh, stay there. Come on, don't, don't wreck. Don't wreck, don't pop a tire. And it's uh, fun little bets like that to cheer for. And, and uh, I, I like Eric Jones in the top 10 at Darlington for 3-0. I like it. <laughs> I was like, I really want to give out another, like, huge favorite. I got something funny to tell you after uh, after we, we wrap because I think I'm going to I'm going to give it, and you have that, you have the right to veto it. Is minus 140 too big odds to lay? I feel like minus 150 is the cut line. All right, good. Then I'm doubling down. I'm only doing it because you stole mine. William Byron, top 10, minus 140. Yeah, I feel like 150 is the cut line. All right. You could, you know, I, I feel like that's fair. Then, yeah. Yeah, that's, you know, that's that, that's not too bad. So, right. yeah. It's like Billy Beebs, minus 140. It's Mother's Day. We're all riding with them. We're all rooting for Byron on Sunday. Love it. Absolutely love it. Sounds it sure sounds like six and oh, baby. Sure sounds like six and oh. Now, uh, no, I was, I was saying I got something funny to tell you because I was going to get real radical with one of my picks this, uh, this, um, 
I'm laughing talking about it. <laughs> and I and I'm gonna pay attention to trends and actually try to crack into it because I consider myself an American soccer fan. I was gonna t- I was gonna bet Nashville SC money line <laughs> against New England Revolution on Saturday, eight thirty. Give the little local flair and that. But New England Revolution's playing really well right now. That I just don't for for whatever reason. Maybe I should have taken the opposite. Wow, now I think about it. Maybe I will. And I think about you know actually betting it. Nashville SC is like plus one thirty money line against uh against New England Revolution. New England Revolution's just beat dc united they just beat atlanta united i'm like oh man they're somehow they're plus 190 and they're home so i don't know i'm missing there i'm like i'm not jumping the gun early on this let's let the season kind of play out and start and we'll go from there uh because i i i'm not an international soccer fan i don't care what goes over across the seas i'm an american i'm an american and i pay attention to american soccer all three levels of the pyramid too for my soccer fans out there i'm an mls guy i got a couple teams in the usl championship league the hands are playing on saturday against the tampa bay rowdies and then i'm a big i'm a big 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 usl league one guy covered here locally with the chattanooga red wolves and the national independent soccer association with the chattanooga football club home against the michigan stars on saturday night at fort finley 7 30 looking to bounce back after a one nil loss to the cal united strikers on saturday i love american soccer so we're gonna get mls bet in here soon mike basically every single person listening to this pod has turned it off already Uh, (laughs) i just honestly i just want to do it to ruffle your feathers you could have told me you could have told me that you wanted to do an mls preview for the season the opening weekend in in three weeks and i would have been like yeah sure sounds good i i had no idea soccer was being played right now you if you gave me 10 guesses i don't even think i would be able to guess what month soccer the soccer season started in I probably couldn't tell you either. They've been playing it all around, all over the place. COVID's kind of screwed up the seasons and stuff like that. A couple of these. And then I, I obviously, I, I follow lower-tier soccer. It is. Yeah, it is. It is. So, like, yeah, it, it pretty much is. Like, the USL, the championship league, it begins on Saturday. I know. I do know the, the Hounds and the, uh, and the Rowdies play on Saturday to open the season. I know the Red Wolves are League One, which is that's under that same USL umbrella. Um, they kick off here, uh, I believe, what in in next. Uh, I think it's next week's their first match. I know their first home, their home openers, May twenty second at CHI Memorial Stadium in East Ridge, Tennessee. So, and then CFC has been rolling. They had a, they just had a their Nisa. They had a they held a two week tournament here um, a couple weeks ago. It was awesome, really cool, great environment. They got a lot of fans in there. It was great, great for the local. Got that, and we had the lookouts come back this week, baby. The scenic city is the place to be. It's great. It's great. You tell me the morning of that, you know, Alex Morgan and Carly Lloyd are playing in the World Cup finals. I will consider thinking about soccer on that day and that day alone. That's fair. They actually came here to Chattanooga back when they won the uh, World Cup four years ago. What would have been what now? Six, the first time they won, the first of their back to back. They came and played a, a match here, uh, a friendly at Finley Stadium at over 10 grand there. Place is packed. Really cool event. Really cool event. Um, and obviously, they they I, there was a chance they were to come back, but then COVID. So it was 2019. Yes, yeah, so it's been 2015. They came here. Really cool. Really cool stuff. So let's have a good weekend, Mike. How about that? Let's have a fantastic weekend. Um, what do you got? What do you got? What are you doing this weekend? Not a thing. Watching golf. I'm actually off on Saturday. I'm going to uh, attend the nuptials of two of my very good friends, Jake and Andrew. Congratulations to them. They're getting married on Saturday. Here in Chattanooga, so I will be uh, taking the day off to it to and to celebrate their love, and I'm looking forward to it. Um, and I'm looking forward to talking to you again next week after we go six and zero this weekend. How's that sound? 
That'd be great. Fantastic. Yeah. For Mike Guinello, be ideal. For Mike Guinello, I'm Ben Bobic. We appreciate you guys. Thank you for listening to The Competition Problem.